0: welcome everyone to episode three of the catch up show thanks for joining me stephen and thomas always here until you're not um this episode is going to be about uh being from darwin or from the nt and before we do i just wanted to pass over to thomas to um tell me
1: how your week's been hey brother how you going jessar good mm-hmm. Hannings, nice to see you again um no, I've been on leave for a week, so I've been spending time with my son. I'm back to work tomorrow. Didn't do much on the weekend. Caught up um, with a few of the basketball boys. Uh, went and met up with CEO of Dingos, Casey Jones. We got our new threads, Dingos tops.
2: You wanna stand a up and show us
1: Yep. Shout out to um, Lulu Coombs. Uh, she's the uh, Aboriginal artist that designed these. And...
2: Looking good, mate. Looking good. Cheers. So
1: give her a plug. Uh, I add her on um, Instagram. She's got a lot of uh, art up there for sale and whatnot. So check her out. Um, other than that, had basketball training today. It was pretty good. Um, what about you, Hennings? What did you get up to?
2: Uh, nah, I've been um, riding solo for the last week. Family's been down in Esperance for their um, annual yearly little family trip with their dad. So couldn't get off work. So I just uh, decided to stay at home. Uh, didn't do much. Yeah, very, very quiet, but uh, preseason starts next week. So I'm pumped for that. I need to get all that Christmas weight off. Uh, Jethro, how you going? How's your week? It's good.
0: Well, we went back to work on Wednesday. So it's just a half week to, to start off. Um, <clears throat> Victoria, we've been told to work from home. So it's pretty much going in and getting my laptop, um, saying hello to a couple of people and then going back home. Um, I, yes yeah, so away from home, then on the weekend went to, um, I went to a, a an AFLW game today, which was pretty good. Uh, Shanti Bush made a debut for the Gold Coast Suns. Um, it was really yeah. hot. Basco, so, Basco. Yeah. So it was good to, good to see her and say hello and, um, they, they, they got up. So that was good to, to watch the footy. Um, and yesterday, uh, I can't really remember why oh, we just, it was my, um, in trouble if she hears this. Uh, it was my anniversary, four year anniversary with Karen. <laughs> so um, we, even though I didn't remember just then what we did, we actually went and um, sorry, we went to the park and, and did a few things, dog park, and then went to the um, uh, went for a lunch. So it was it was really nice and, and that was pretty good. Yeah, sounds good. good.
1: Um, oh boys, how do you go from when you work from home? Like, do you get distracted much, or are you just into it while while you're on it?
2: um of yeah last year with covid work from home maybe three three or four weeks out of the year and honestly i felt like the admin side of things i smashed through a lot of work hey it was it was less distracting if anything just um just got to make sure um you got your little office space away from everything else really um other other than that it's not too bad i reckon it's just um, my job comes with a lot of engagement, so that's the, that's the hard thing with it. But admin yeah. side of things wasn't bad. Catch up on everything, Catherine.
1: No no, no, no lunchtime naps.
2: Hard. <laughs>
1: no comment. <laughs> no, no, no comment.
0: Uh, I've um, I've pretty much spent two years um in the mixture of small bits going into the office and a lot of it working from home. So it's uh, you, look, you definitely have your your good days and your bad days. It's uh, it's quite hard to to stick to a plan. Um, I find it um, you know, some days like because you you can kind of start when you want, and then as long as you get your work done and you do your hours for the day, like you know, some days I'll I'll kind of start work at seven till ten, and then I might take two or three hours off and then I'll make sure I just do my, my last few hours um, to make up my eight and a half hours by the end of the day. So it just, you can kind of play each day as long as you're at the meetings you're supposed to be at. Um, But yeah, sometimes you find yourself on four or five um, meetings online as well, which is you got to, make sure you schedule enough time to do your actual work so it's it's pretty hard um but it, it also means that you know like if you need to go to the the osteo or the physio during the day if you've got something on or if you've um you know you want to go out for lunch with people you can um on days that you don't have the meetings you can just make sure you get your work done around them so um yeah i have kind of it's good to also be with baby i can I wake baby up and and I um, you know, put it in bed at different times of the day and I can share the load around the uh, the rest of the house, with the house stuff. So it's it um, does have its yeah. bonuses.
1: No, good one. Yeah, I felt the same way, man. Like it's good. Like I work from home a few times with baby, with Augie. And same thing. It's like good to um, chill out, hold the baby sometimes when you're you know, at work.
2: Uh, can you stop calling your kids babies? They're like nearly one year old. <laughs>
0: he's 10 months um on friday he just turned 10 months old
2: yeah, i don't if, know if they're not a newborn they're not a baby in my opinion well newborn doesn't how old's a newborn
1: well well your opinion's wrong Stephen. <laughs> yeah, actually yeah it is <laughs> so what the next step is toddler
2: yeah oh I, I don't know i just i just call him my little little fella little man yeah also, i is
1: over one now i
2: yeah, and he's um, missing him like crazy. I can't exactly. wait. <laughs>
1: One. <laughs>
2: One. Um, yeah, so Darwin. Well, obviously, besides uh, Thomas, who's still living there and repping Darwin as he always is, um, we're living, me and Jethro, living away. And at times, Thomas has, has in his early early adult life has lived in Perth for a little bit as well, but we're all Darwin boys at heart. So tell me boys, what, what makes you from Darwin? What's something that like, if you run into another Darwin person overseas or in another state and like what gives them the like, Oh yeah. Yeah. They're from Darwin. They're definitely from Darwin besides probably. Uh,
1: I I got, um, I got one. Um, Hannings Caitlin could probably talk about this one too. Uh, eat rice with every single meal. <laughs> yeah,
2: that that's definitely one. Uh, got an inf- infamous story of um, serving my in-laws a uh, roast meal with with a side of rice, and I don't think it's been two years, and I still hear about it. I don't, I still don't see any drama with it. Oh, uh,
1: I, I I don't I don't get it. Like even what about chicken vermicelli? When I was telling her about that, she's like, "It's already got noodles in it. You don't need more carbs. <laughs> oh, you need yeah. carbs.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that that's a good one. Bit of Um, side with that rice?
1: I think it's. (laughs) Um, I think it's because our Asian influence up here, like that's the only guess that I've got. Like, eat rice with everything because so close to Asia, I've got a lot of Asians in town.
2: A lot of good Asian
1: food. Maybe that's why.
2: Yeah, I think um, the only people that can relate to us besides. Asian people are people from Broome. I think they're the only ones who are like, yep, yep, rice. Yeah, because obviously they're Asian influence. And, you know, one thing I always hear is um, I I think Darwin's better. No offence, Broome people, but um, everyone (laughs) says that Darwin and Broome is nearly exactly the the same. But I think, yeah, maybe if you went 20 years back in time, that's probably Broome now. Who says that? What? Everyone. Darwin and Broome are very similar. Even uh, some people say Cairns and Darwin is. That's all I've heard.
0: The Darwin and Cairns are the same. It's all with the weather.
2: Oh yeah.
0: But cyclones. In
1: saying that, Darwin's more similar to Broome than Broome is to any like southern city, including Perth. Maybe that's why, like Perth, more but it's like Broome, Darwin, hot, same.
2: Yeah, hot cyclones, Asian food um seafood countrymen, <laughs> yeah sure. like everywhere. <laughs> yeah so um yeah obviously we've got some um I, I think every time I talk to people who live down south from Darwin they always sort of mention, oh I've got any uh, uh magpie geese on you do you have uh, any barramundi even um salty plums iced coffee Paul's iced coffee you know which is only to NT I'm pretty sure any anything oh, yeah. else
1: yeah mud crab yeah the just, on just on that hannings this on that hannings i think um i ran into darwin lad at um where was it and i think it was at perth airport and he had a he had an esky full of mud crab and iced coffee bringing it down <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's about as down as you it. get i reckon <laughs> yeah it was a good laugh um remember wayney raymond don't you
2: yeah yeah he he lives in perth we you know, he pretty much grew up at the same footy club in Darwin and in neighbouring suburbs, and I've yet to run into him. Um, <laughs> to, I was talking to <laughs> last year another Darwin follower, Kyle McKenzie, and he was saying that he catches up with Wayne a bit. So I'll have to give him a shout-out mm. mm. no, um, when I get the chance. See see if he's keen to play footy, because I know him and, uh, him and Kyle have been playing rugby league, which is one thing that you probably um, – would never guess about darwin it's a big it's a big rugby country too everyone just thinks we're all about the end uh the footy it's definitely rugby country as well
1: all right oh, what else
2: what else any other any other darwin um things you something about you that makes you from darwin uh i just
0: some of the things that i, I remember when i was a kid growing up every time there was a cyclone come around that was a time when there would actually be some waves in the ocean and everyone would flock to the beach, but um, there were some pretty dangerous times as well. And I've been stung around the, the back of my neck from stingers and stuff. And to, dad took me to hospital and I had to get like some needle in my butt cheek. Um, it kind of put me to sleep <laughs> like an anti venom one, but it was I'd like this, I had a scar on the back of my neck for ages, but um, then the next week, um, it was like I was just a couple of weeks later. There's me and Brett Kroger and a few other people like jumping up, posing for the NT News. Got in trouble by
2: mum because I didn't have a rashie on again. Um, Anything with you, Stephen? Um, I was going to say a perfect example about being from Darwin, which is right up what you're saying, Jethro, is just, it's probably the opposite of what you're saying actually, is Darwin people don't go to the beach. Like, unless you're going to get on a boat to go fishing or... Spear fishing or getting bait, no one in Darwin goes to the beach because a we've got sharks b we've got blue ring octopuses c we've got jellyfish, crocodiles, right. buddy what else like pretty much yeah. you set foot in darwin water in beaches, and there's a big yeah. reason why we have the the um wave pool in Darwins because it's probably the only place you can yeah. go swimming
1: yeah. <laughs> Probably rephrase that. No one goes to the beach to go swimming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was if gonna say going to
2: the beach they're fishing or like having like a
1: picnic or something like not. Yeah, I was gonna say That's one cool. other dangerous thing
0: is that nudist beach. Apparently, you've oh, been there, wow. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, been there. Yeah, <laughs>
1: no, I got a funny story. Um, so at the back of my grandmother's house, there's a dirt track, and it um we jump on the True. scooters. And we, cru- we cruised down, um, we cru- me and Braithy Boy cruise down to the, um, it, there's a path that goes to the beach. And, you know, we went down there. It's about a five-minute ride on the electric scooters. And um, we get down there and um, we, we go up over the sand dune. Um, I get up first. Braithy Boy's behind me. Next thing, there's a bunga walking past on the beach. and is just like they're like about to walk up I feel like tackle (laughs) him back down the
2: sand dune like don't go there so people not from Darwin what is a bunga Thomas bunga is a turoy or
1: a penis (laughs) right one second Sorry. (laughs)
2: so he just said two slang words to tell you what another slang word is from Darwin Oh my god! So Bunga or Turoi is a penis, ladies and gentlemen. um But you know what? I didn't even know. You know, it doesn't surprise me that Darwin's uh, got nude beaches, but yeah, didn't didn't even know too much about them. You know where it is, though, way. Eh? Where about Kaz, Kaz, beach? yeah, seeing you. Yeah, um, I,
0: yeah.
2: I think I, mean, I, I think I might.
1: Have...
2: I thought we just went to the beach, mate. <laughs>
1: Now we went there as, remember when you got your little buddies? Yeah. And you are like, oh, I want to go, t- yeah, I want to go tan. Let's go to the beach. And then you're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, Anning's all embarrassed now. Look, like, oh, I forgot that. <laughs>
2: you know what? Darwin is probably the only place I would trust going to a nude beach because you're probably not going to run into anyone, you know. Because I don't oh. like I said, no one go, not many people go to the beach in Darwin that that I know of anyway. Um, looks like we've got a special guest, young young August August McDowell, AD. McDow. Um, get getting um his first opportunity to be on the show. Oh, getting gee. started. So early. Say
1: hello, Uncle Steven. Hello, Uncle <laughs> Steven. He's like. Dad, yeah. Poor thing. He put got put down on the bed because he was asleep in the living room, and then um, he woke up. Poor thing.
2: All right. Speaking of beaches, Darwin beaches, we got uh, another mytho that revolves mostly East Point, but you get rumours of Casuarina Beach as well. But it's a mytho about a a Punciana woman, and I think everyone in Darwin. I reckon if you don't know Puntiana woman, as I well, never heard of her, I don't. I couldn't call you a da, Darwinian, Darwinite. What, what are we called?
0: person from Darwin?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's another thing. That's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? What's your? Um, how? When was the first time you heard about um, Puntiana woman? Or could you give us a bit of a backstory there, Jethro, of, uh, of your understanding?
0: Yeah, I. I didn't, uh, I can't recall when I first heard about her, but mainly East Point was the area that I was um, probably most scared of her from. Um, I I lived at East Point for a little bit, but yeah, just all them, uh, like the kind of jungles, but all the bushland that you, there was like all bike tracks and walking tracks all through there. But just at nighttime, you always um, get a little bit worried whenever you're kind of going through, some of them tracks and you got that little tiny gem and torch on the front of your bike. Um, you know, every, every tree you going through is, is pretty scary, but yeah, I don't really know much about the story other than I thought, um, she was just someone that might've been treated really badly by people during the, um, during the war and hung around the poinsettia trees. Uh, and the ghost still haunts the areas and, and the people and, that's really all I knew. Have you had anything else, Tom?
1: Miss? Yeah, so <laughs> I remember um I remember dad telling me the story when we were younger. I actually used to live in Ludmilla, so wasn't that far away from East Point. Same thing. Um the story was pretty much or when I was younger, he I think they sort of PG'd it a bit, but um now older, the 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 version I hear now is that um that uh so, basically, it was a woman um, that she was, I think she might have been, like, assaulted or, or raped or something like that and murdered near the Punciana trees down at East Point. And she only she only attacks or goes for males. She doesn't go for females. So, that's the story down at East Point. And I remember my dad scaring the absolute shit out of me and driving down to East Point and, you know, pulling up the car and, like, you know, this Pretty much giving me. How um, old oh, was you <laughs> I would have been younger than ten, I reckon. <laughs> oh, Dagi, that's a bit rough, mate. <laughs> yeah, look, but obviously I didn't like. He didn't like. Make you went home and did like all your scary. jobs, there. Eh? <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah.
2: Well, definitely. that was like I reckon for most most of us teenager teenage boys in Darwin, I reckon that would have been like a a rite of passes. To go to East Point at nighttime and see how long you could last out there before I a you know a random bird or something scares the crap out of you because you think you're getting chased or from what some people say is they've had an experience with Punciana woman.
1: Yeah, look, it's funny and it's funny now. Like obviously, there's other generations coming up, and I was just talking to my daughters about it um, last week, and we went for a drive down to East Point in the afternoon. And I you know those those paths, Jethro. I think they ride horses and stuff on their, their walking paths anyway to go cut through East Point. They start they're like, Oh, we'll go walk down. So I was like, Yeah, go walk down. Anyway, <laughs> they got about um five meters in and I launched this tree branch as far as I could. <laughs> and they came sprinting out <laughs> faster than oh, I don't know what, man. but they they shit themselves proper.
2: i heard even um even some of the countrymen don't even sleep as as close as um their punciana trees so must be something going on but from um from the famous punciana woman what what other stories you know there's a few blackfella stories um in darwin you've got um kadachi man which is apparently not supposed to say his name but living in perth i think i think i might be okay but that was another story I remember growing up being absolutely terrified of um, hearing about him. Um, I think there was like a, was there like a pig man or something like that? I, I just remember all these, um, all pig these man. little yeah, stories around. Darwin. Yeah. Dad used yeah, to <laughs> just muck around and say, yeah, he'd say, Oh,
0: pig man come get you. Like he used to say that all the time, but I, I don't really, I think I just pictured a like a, a, a
2: half man, half <laughs> bear, half pig.
0: man bear pig. I was I was good as soon as I kind of felt like I was standing up, I was like, oh, this is gonna man bear pig. But no, nah, I just I just pictured like this this kind of tall walking dude with um, you know, like a, a really fat upper torso which looked like a pig. Um and like I don't know like, what do you eat, but He's gonna get me. That's why I remember like I've been being, being <laughs> under ten. I remember dude,
1: like every time we drive down, well, what, are what are you thinking about, about what he
0: eats? eats?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, you like <laughs> full of echoing. Oh <laughs> right, Thomas, you're echoing like crazy right now. Oh what? Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: <dude>. <laughs> like you're echoing, you're like
0: <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, I'll start off with this. All right. Tell me you're from Darwin without telling me you're from Darwin, Thomas.
1: Um, I sometimes still walk into the shops with no shoes on.
0: Yeah. That's a good one.
1: I tried yeah. to do that
0: down here, but I got bloody sore feet.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Did anyone say
0: anything to you, Jethro? No, nah, I um, I actually got a blister on my foot right now because I I, over Christmas, I tried to walk on the, the concrete in Darwin, got a burnt foot. Um, but, now nah, down here, like, you do get a few looks from some of them people. You're just like, who cares? You're just going in to get, like, you know, a couch from Kmart. It's not that bad.
2: <laughs> Honestly, that's probably one thing that was so normal growing up and down that I would never attempt living in either Melbourne or Perth is just walking in with footy shorts into where anywhere, petrol station or, like, your local local shops people would think you're crazy because like darwin's just darwin's probably you know cans and broom obviously and and other places of NT, and maybe it's just like small town places but you just can't do that stuff hey eh? like just just walk around in footy shorts and, and and maybe some thongs that's about it
0: during winter i'd walk around i'd go to the um 7 or whatever to get a a coffee um shout seven eleven if they want to sponsor the next ad but um, I, I, yeah, I'd go in and get a coffee and I'd, I'd be wearing footy shorts and like Ugg boot, but the slip-on Ugg boots and like a full-on, like a footy jumper. And it's just like, it's just one of them days where you just literally don't care what you look like. You know, I'm just going in to get a coffee and then go home, work from home. Just to break the cycle. <laughs> um, another thing that is... Um, I was gonna say synonymous. Is that a word? That's the word.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. literally the word.
0: Is that the word that everyone will relate to though? Synonymous. autonomous uh, no. Um another thing that happens a lot. Tomomamous. Tomomamous.
1: With... <laughs> Tom. Uh and tomominous.
0: <laughs> Thomas the hippopotamus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh, what the hell?
2: Hennings is it's getting cat <laughs> Stevens is getting attacked, bus. <laughs> it's been like scratching the bedpost at nighttime, and I forget the f-ing cats there. I wake up scared, like I'm by myself.
0: Why'd you say yes? Why'd you say oh, yes? Oh,
2: say- I thought it'd be like. A cute little cat that would, like, lay at my feet instead of bites my toes whenever I wiggle them.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably because you forgot its name.
2: <laughs> Let's call him Steve. I think its name is Kylo.